in the collect we prayed at the beginning of the service. We asked God to graciously behold us, his family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and given into the hands of sinners and to suffer death upon the cross. We gather today at the foot of the cross as the family of God, rejoicing as one of the Psalms proclaims that God indeed sets the lonely in families. And the irony and wonder is that it is precisely here, in this man's utter loneliness on the cross, That he dispels our loneliness and makes us members of his family. The church throughout the ages has found meditative riches in the various statements that Jesus makes from the cross. Three of them are recounted in John's passion narrative that was just read including this exchange. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. There's been a lot that has been and could be explored in this exchange. But suffice it to say that what is happening here is not simply Jesus making final provisions for the care of his family after he is gone. No, in this exchange from the cross... John is indicating that from this hour, that is, the hour of Christ's completed work on the cross, a new family is brought into being. We who were once far off, estranged from one another and from God, have been brought near by the blood of Christ as Paul says in Ephesians. At the moment of his most profound isolation on the cross, Jesus shatters the walls and barriers that keep us isolated from one another and from God. On the cross... Jesus absorbs all the brokenness of our relationships, all our failures, all our ill-fated attempts to make something of ourselves, all our refusal to acknowledge that our life belongs to God. All of these things which leave us alienated from God, from one another, from ourselves. 
He takes them on. And from the cross, even as we heap on Him our own guilt and shame and brokenness, not even knowing what we're doing, even there He defeats these powers that hold us captive. He makes amends for our willful defiance of God's love. And He brings forth a new humanity. This death of Jesus on the cross is God's definitive judgment of the world. That is, in the face of the worst things we can do, God is not deterred but rather is determined to draw us to himself, making peace through the blood of Christ's cross. He will not leave us alone. He has come among us, and he has gone even to the places we wish he would not the places where we simply want to be alone to wallow in our brokenness. He has gone even there. And even there, he draws us to himself. See, we may think, or, or we may want to think, that we are essentially autonomous that we ultimately belong to ourselves and that God or our friends or our family are additives in one way or another to help us in our search for fulfillment. But as we are confronted by the cross, we are confronted with the stark reality that we are not our own. We were bought with a price. No matter what we think, we do not belong to ourselves, but to this God who loves us and gave himself up for us on the cross. And from the cross, Jesus Christ makes the same plea in two directions. Through his perfect sacrifice on our behalf, he offers us to the Father, saying, Behold, this your family. Through his blood, we are reconciled to God. And just as he exhorted his mother and the beloved disciple, he says to us who are gathered before him today, Behold, here is your family. 
As we gather here at the foot of the cross, we are made into a new family. Bound together in the broken body of Jesus, we belong to one another. For we belong to God.